Hello, this is Don Anders, and welcome to the FRS Retirement Podcast. And we're going over the four pension options. If you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, I highly recommend that you do it uh, because this episode is pension option three. And we're here with Alex Dingman. How are you doing, Alex? Hey, I am doing very well, Don, as always, when I'm talking with you because you're helping me out with retirement, which is one of the biggest decisions you'll make. And there's a lot of different factors, but as long as you get some education, it can all become clear to you. Exactly, exactly. So pension option number three, and what we're going to get into there, you know, it's so pension option three is probably the most commonly chosen uh, for married couples, because mm-hmm. what it does, and uh, you know, in our our fictitious example, you are married. So what yep. it would do is it would cover you, and it would cover your spouse. I like that for the rest of your life. So the nice thing is you don't need to get approved. There's no health check. There's nothing else. As long as one of you are alive, you are covered. Okay. And so that's great. You mm-hmm. just have to be aware that this option is based on your spouse's life expectancy. So I I. You know, I talk with a lot of teachers and principals, and uh, a lot of them are women. So I said this the wrong way the first time I did it. Uh, it's about 12 years ago. But so I, I changed it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So so here's my example. If you're a 62-year-old woman and you have an 18-year-old husband, I got in trouble the first way. I, I, I said it the opposite way, right? <laughs> but if you're, if you're a 62-year-old woman sure. and you have an 18-year-old husband, uh, it's going to be based on your husband, that 18-year-old's life expectancy. I haven't seen a, an example that extreme, but sometimes, but it's, I can only imagine how much the decrease will be. I have seen, you know, firefighters who can retire in their 40s with 30-year-old spouses, and we're talking 40, 40% decrease hmm. in the total value, right? So wow. we're talking about potentially, you know, thousands of dollars per month. Now, if you're about the same age and both about 62, you're looking at about a 20% decrease, give or take a few percent based on your spouse's life expectancy. And uh, if you're a male and you have to cover your wife and she's the same age, women live longer, right? So that's going to be more expensive than if you're a woman covering your husband. Okay. And so, and I remember us talking about pension option number one, and we said, ideally, maybe that was more for a single person. I mean, is there any time when pension option one then would be better than pension option three if you are married? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually, I would do, I, so for a lot of times, pension option one's actually better for married couples Mm. if they have kids, if they want to leave money to other people, or if they want as much income as they want as they can get now and just cover the spouse of the life insurance. Cause usually what happens statistically is men and women, you know, they, the women will survive uh, their spouses by four or five years on average. Yep. So you're paying this huge decrease for most of your life when your spouse really only needs coverage for four or five years statistically. So what you can do is just buy life insurance and, and the, the way we kind of look at it usually is laddered life insurance where, you know, the first, 10 years or something happens to you, you're going to need a lot more coverage than 20 years, than 30 years, right? Because if your spouse is is 88 years old when you pass away, we don't have to cover it nearly as long as if your spouse is 58. So, so we actually can structure it so the life insurance will get cheaper as you go, as you know, as you go on in retirement. So you'll also get an increase in it. So with life insurance, you have more flexibility uh, and there's, there's some real benefits there. The problem is, is a, you have to qualify mm-hmm. and B you have to start paying it out of your pocket. Uh, and if you don't pay for it, then, then it lapses, right? So the, the pension option, as long as one of the two of you are alive, then you're good. The other thing to think about is, it's based on that spouse's life expectancy. So if you choose it, you get divorced and get remarried, 
that other spouse is still covered. So something else to think about. It's a question we get a lot. Interesting. And then just to bring it all back together again, what is the maybe ideal scenario then when you're looking at option three? Is it it's a couple that's near retirement, close in age and similar in health or what? Yeah. The kind so, of- so a couple close in age, similar in health, do not have kids that they want to leave money to. Okay. Um, and, and, or not that good in health. If you're mm. really good, if you're a marathon runner, it actually would usually would make sense if you can get like a super preferred, it's going to be cheaper to take option one with life insurance. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if you're in average health and around the same age and just want to make sure both are covered and want to be simple and, and just have it done, option three is a great option. Um, if you want kids to be covered, grandkids, uh, or you can't qualify for life insurance, then then I would go with option three. If Or if you have kids and you can qualify for life insurance, option one with the life insurance will typically uh, be a little bit cheaper and a better benefit for your entire family. Very good. Three out of four pension options discussed so far. We'll get the last one uh, next episode. Option four on its way. Thank you, Don. The purpose of this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you want more information, more education, please visit www.frsdrop.com. And that's our webpage where you can download more information. You can register for one of our webinars. You can even request an appointment for our team. And let me stress, this is education and information. Recommendations are for clients. They're for people that we actually meet with. And if you'd like to meet with us, we work all throughout the state of Florida. We'd love to do that. And you can also do that on that website. So once again, www.frsdrop.com. And one last thing before we go, this is a serial podcast. So meaning we're, it's going to be about 15 episodes explaining the Florida retirement system, but please make sure that you subscribe because if there's any types of updates or anything pertinent to your retirement, we're going to update it on this podcast. There might end up being multiple updates uh, that would be very important to you. So make sure you subscribe because then you'll get an alert that there's a new episode. Also, if you have someone that would benefit from this, someone that you work with, someone that you know that's in the Florida retirement system, please consider sharing this with them. And please consider giving us a five-star review. Don Anders is an investment advisor representative and insurance professional. Anders and Anders Financial Group Incorporated is an independent financial services firm, helping individuals create financial strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agencies. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and a registered investment advisor. Madison Avenue Securities and Anders & Anders Financial Group are not affiliated companies.